podcasting. Some of you may know and some of you don't. Podcastin was founded by um, podcast slash personal development coach Ozil DeBastos um, to create a community for independent podcasters to learn podcasting and grow their voices. Like Ozil's podcast, No Permission Needed, Pod Houston was a, has a wide reach. And though based in Houston, Pod Houston members are independent podcasters all over the world. So, oh, that was a breath. <laughs> and so today we are talking about community with Alicia and Finn. Um, I want to start with community and its definition. If any of you listen to my podcast, um, my name is Lisa. If any of you listen to my podcast, I love definitions. So we're going to start with the general definition of community, which Sounds is good. a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. And we're going to have these wonderful, wonderful podcasters and creatives tell us a little bit about how they use community through podcasting. Um, over on my left side, we have Alicia Elitasi. Elitasi. She is the host of Vibes by Alicia, a world traveler, a fashionista, an advocate for women creators, the creator of the Instagram Texas podcast Girls, Wife and Mother. And on my right side over here, we have Ben Yeager. He is the host of The Greatest Things You've Never Heard. He is a musician. He is signed to Darkness Records with his band Hasserot. And <laughs> he is a fellow podcaster, inside, Pod Houston insider like I am. He is a husband and a father. And he has a podcast launching to be determined. So I have questions for you guys. I want to start with what does real community mean to you? Because I just did the definition of what community means as a whole, but as we are breaking down, like, what is building a community with your podcast, we also need to think of what does that word real in front of community? What is the real definition of community yeah. for you? And so, yeah, I'll start. You know, for me, I think the the community that I'm trying to create or I'm trying to develop in the in, with the podcast that I have is a community of like-minded like women like myself. I think there's a, there's a space for us to to express ourselves, to kind of tell our stories, to um, find ourselves in a place where we can you know share, where we can like find resources, where we can educate. Um, and real for me just means like you know really bringing in people who who, who find some sort of um, connection with us. Like whatever that connection is, that makes it a real person for me. Even if it's an audience member, that could be a male who you wouldn't consider kind of my demographic. I think a lot of them really do listen because they really do connect to something that I'm talking about. You know, one of the topics that I bring up a lot that are very popular with the men, and it's very interesting, is relationship advice. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't see that coming. I thought maybe a lot of the women were the 
one that were listening to that. But I was really, really surprised and just very thrilled to know that men were listening to a lot of the things that we talked about in terms of like how to speak to women or how to understand women in different places and transitions. A lot of the women that I talked to are women, you know, in their late 40s, 50s, late 30s. So they're kind of going through a lot of changes. We have teenagers. We're going through either divorce or our marriages are getting stronger. They're growing. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, what that audience is in my real community. It's just anybody who finds a connection with what we're saying or what I'm talking about in the podcast. That is awesome. You keep saying yeah. trying, but it sounds like you're already doing yeah, it, yeah. right? You know, I always <laughs> I'm always trying. I'm always trying. Yeah, you're right. I, I am I am doing it. Yeah. You're doing it. <laughs> you're right. What about you, Ben? Well, I, I think that for, for me, it's about finding other folks who like, and our, my show is all about music and underground music, and so finding other people who like these strains of underground music, and there's not that many of us out there, and so trying to find those folks, and then being able to sort of show some of that stuff to them, bands that they might not have known, or artists that they might not have, that they might not know, and they get enriched by discovering that they'll bring stuff back to us, and then we'll get enriched from that. And then helping the musicians in that world and being able to have them grow their audience through us. Um, it's, it's really kind of about letting everyone's passion come together and letting, letting the synergy of that kind of magnify everything. That is awesome. That is so awesome. I feel like you guys kind of answered my second question already, but I'm asking anyways. <laughs> um, what would you say your, well, actually it's a little different. So what would you say that your podcast contributes to your specific community? So you were able to, you know, reach a lot of these women's husbands. Like the your right, the yeah, audience yeah. that you perceive that yeah. you had, you're able to to reach their husbands, and you just found that out. Yeah. But is there um, is there hmm, how do you feel like how other ways do you feel like you contribute to that community? You know, I think you know, one of the things that I found was really important as I was putting my podcast together was like really giving value and like really giving something that wasn't just, you know, um, something that I was interested in, but also things that I felt like my community could get some value from. So a lot of the topics that I that I approach, for example, when I talk about travel or when I talk about business, it's like what new thing is out there that I can add to, to whoever's listening to their value of life to where they can elevate themselves. You know, one of my um, one of my mottos is like, uh, you know, how can we how can we kick it to the next level? You know, how can we give you that kick in the ass to craft the life you wish to live? So, what can I what can I give my audience? What can I give my my people that they will grab to and they will say, you know what, this is something new, this is something different, and that way they share what they learn with another person that might be interested in it, and then the community grows a little bit at a time, you know, and I think that's something that I'm always really considering and always thinking about, like, how do I provide value that's going to be shareable and um, enjoyed and maybe entertain at some times, you know, and sometimes it's a very um, sad story, sometimes it's situations where we talk about, you know, death. But I want, you know, whoever's listening to kind of grasp something from that and maybe take it with themselves and, you know, get, elevate themselves in some, in some sense. I love that. 
I'm going to actually change it up and go to a different question for you, Ben. Okay. Um, how have you created a sub-community with your podcast and your brand? Sure. So... There's your community. And then there's that very specific sub-community that is very... Because we all, like, we're, we're all here at Comic Clues yeah. and we're all podcasters. There's something that's very right. similar in all of our communities. Like, we're all a part of a podcasting community. Pod Houston is a podcasting community. Right. And then we have uh, you over here who's an advocate for women, especially mm -hmm. um, over 40 and stuff like mm -hmm. that. We have you who's geared towards the musicians and everything like that. And that becomes where you have the community that we're all a part of. Then there's your specific sub-community that also ties into your brand. So what, what have you, how have you done that? So I've... Coming from a music background and, and as a musician, I've approached it um, really kind of the way I would approach sort of building a brand uh, and a fan base as a musician. And so when we started the show, you know, in terms of, you know, like the theme song and the artwork and all that, um, you know, my audience I knew was going to be like the same strands of underground music, so I did artwork that would speak to those folks. Um, worked with an artist out of Ireland who did this really cool illustration of um, uh, it was like a, a record player in like outer space or in some sort of weird alternate dimension, and like it was this kind of skeleton hand and this, this fingernail was the needle on the on the record. And um, uh, went and tried to advertise it in on my music websites and stuff like that. And I had like a, a press release done up for that, and, and got it out in a few places there, and then went out to uh, Facebook groups uh, for different, you know, different types of music that are, are we would be covering. And there's a few groups that are, in general, sort of dedicated to this stuff, and so I would uh, bring up the show in there. And then others, you know, that are more specific. We were covering a certain band, and I would go to fan groups for that band, and. Bring it up there. And go you stalked your audience. I stalked my audience. That's Absolutely. awesome. Yeah. I mean, not in a, not, not in a bad <laughs> way, I hope. Yeah. You know, not in a, uh, you not know, in a creepy way. Pushy, you know. <laughs> no, like, not no, in a creepy way. I got something for you. I'm going to find you. Only a little creepy. It was like the, the sweet Liam Neeson. Like, you weren't like really creepy. You weren't going to find them and kill them. You were like, no, gonna no, find you know, them and show them music. They're going to do it. <laughs> I have a very special set of skills when it comes to finding music. And, uh, you know. I love it. I love that. Did you stop your audience as well, please? Yeah, I try. Yeah, I try. <laughs> you know how I stalk them? I go to networking events where my ladies are, where my women are, where my listeners are, and I, I always go ready to talk about the podcast. So I think that's kind of how I tap into my... Um, I'm more of a social person. I really don't like being on the computer doing things. I mean, I'll, I'll get on the computer. But I'm just more comfortable like going to events, going to, to things where I'm going to find my audience. Um, and then I'll tap them to you know lead them into where I am online and then lead them to where I am with a group or my website, that kind of thing. So with um, Texas Podcast Gal, yes. 
is that your version of stalking? Yeah, that is. So, so it is a little bit of stalking. I do because I do have to kind of keep an eye on who's doing things, who's doing something here. Especially the, the women in Texas, you know, for me, um, finding uh, the venue or the platform to share what they're doing. You know, like for example, yourself, you're one of the people in the group because I want to share what you're doing and I want other people to, to discover you. So that's one of the reasons why we created the Texas Podcaster Gals. It was a way for us to just reshare what everybody's doing um, and put it in, 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 in people's eyes. And so they can immediately go straight to that Instagram account and tap on that link and go over and listen to an episode. Um, I haven't done it on Facebook just because I, I'm a kind of one-person kind of <laughs> system there. But <laughs> if I had somebody helping me, I would definitely do a lot more online. For sure. Have thousand arms going on no, no. <laughs> I wish I did. Uh, this actually kind of goes with the next thing I want to ask you guys. Uh, uh, speaking of multiple arms and multiple right. hands, uh, if your podcast was a superhero, what powers would it possess? Either of you can go first. <laughs> Ooh, that's a great question. Or is it like an anti-hero or are you a villain? Like, I doubt either of you are a villain, but... Like, what kind of, you know, it's all similar. Like, Deadpool's technically the anti-hero, you know? I, I, I guess it would have, like, a big thing of stereo speakers that kind of yeah. off its uh, shoulders or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> okay. So what, and what would it do? Like, what I, would it do? Like, um, like, how would it help people? If it, if it is the superhero, how is it helping people in that regard? Okay, so, well, helping people to, to find new. Records they haven't heard. <laughs> so it's like the stereo guy, but the, it, and he like throws the records at them. Well, no, but I really kind of. Well, I guess we're, I'm thinking more of a telepathy thing. Maybe that might be a better, <laughs> you know. So but like, but like, like find stuff, something that because everybody's music taste is, is subjective. Right. And you know, I like a lot. Well, I, I feel like it's a wide range of stuff. But other people sort of look at what I like and go, "That's a very narrow range of things." But there's a, a wide enough that I'd like to kind of think that. If I know what somebody likes, then I can kind of, within the stuff that I know, find something that they haven't heard that they would like and be able to present that to them um, and make the case for it. Right. Yeah, the superpower would be like the act of discovery, right? Like an explorer, in a way, and just kind of exploring different things and just sending your boat out to, to the ocean and to the sea and just visiting different places. I think I see it that way, too, because I want somebody to discover maybe a doctor that's helping somebody through menopause or maybe discover, for example, a, a, a person who's flipping homes and maybe wants to learn how to do something like that. Like, for me, it's it's about, like, sending that, that, that ship, that exploring ship and saying, hey, you know, let's try this over here. We haven't tried that yet. I haven't even thought about this or I haven't considered that, you know, and just kind of seeing the podcast as a way to kind of give, like, my audience um, just opportunities to explore and to learn and to see things in a different way also. Okay. Same question, but for your, your individual self or brand, like, what, what would your superpower be? Because if you think of like, okay, right, so if you think of community, I didn't go off track, you guys. If you think of community, a lot of the time, superheroes especially are sitting around bringing the community together. They're saving the community from whatever that central opposing threat that we all have is. So for your specific podcasting group, community, and, and that avatar that you go for, how are you specifically saving them? 
I, well, I think kind of largely the same, that same way in terms of finding finding records for them. But it's also the other side to it is is finding a way to let these musicians tell their story. When I did uh, on the greatest thing you've never heard, you know, half the time it would be just my co-host and myself, and we would talk about a record. We pick a record and we basically talk about that record for two hours. But then we could, we would do a follow-up episode and bring in some or all of the band who recorded it and have them talk about it. And we got told, like a whole, you know, nearly every episode, I've never been given this much space to talk about this. Because a lot of times these people may have played to, you know, 10 people 20 years ago. And so no one said, if they had any media coverage at all, it was a very small amount, it was a very short thing. There was one record we covered um, that was a concept record the whole album was a uh, uh, palindrome, or the same backwards as forwards. Is that the I got the right word? Yeah. It, the, whole, yes. the whole record <laughs> was like a thematic, a thematic palindrome, and there was media coverage at the time, like, oh, it's a palindrome record. And you listen to it, and you go, is it? It doesn't seem like the last song is the first song backwards. It's not like, it's not like that. But it was this whole thing and themes of determinism, and the guitar riff from this song was the the vocal line over here, and it was this very in-depth and sort of woven thing. And he had never been able, the record had come out in 2014, and he'd never been able to like actually share how it all worked. And so giving him the platform to do that. Um, or we, yeah, we had uh, another band on, and it was a record that I had found, when I was a teenager, I found by accident, because I thought it was this, a, a different band with the same name. And I'd gotten the record, you know, but I was well, I bought it now, I might as well listen to it, and I really liked it. And so I, I managed to track one of the people down, and, you know, they had long since stopped doing anything, and, and you know, no one had had any interest in the band in, in years and years, and apparently now, like, apparently, you know, in the year afterwards, yeah, we had... That is awesome. He said, I talked to him later, and he said, we've had more interest in the band in the last 10 years than, uh, or in the last year than in the last 10 years combined. So you're not only helping the listeners who are just like, they want to find new things, you're helping these bands get revived. So you'd kind of be like a necromancer if you think about it. I'll take that. Yes. A what? <laughs> a necromancer. You'd like raise the dead. Like. Oh. <laughs> That's I, I, I will That's awesome. absolutely, uh, absolutely take that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. What I don't know what it would be. You know, for me, when I think about superheroes, and I think about superheroes who are doing audio, who are doing like radio, what do they do for me that's like, that, that transports me? And for me, it's always, you know, those that let me forget um, what's going on in the day and just transport me to their conversation on the audio, on the radio, on whatever it is, if it's a podcast. Like, I want to be able to capture people's attention and just kind of like bring them into my world for those 30 minutes that are with me or for 45 minutes. I wouldn't know what kind of superhero that is, but I would definitely want to be able to to kind of take you outside of where, where you are right now in your world and just kind of come inside of mine. Um, and whether the conversation or not applies to you personally, that it that it at least leads you to learning more about it. Um, I'm a teacher by trade, so I taught for about 17, 18 years, all grades and all schools. So for me, um, I approach things in a way where I'm always like thinking, how can I teach something? 
That's so awesome. That's, that's kind of where I'm, I guess my superhero would be a teacher. I'm a teacher. So you'd have like a Professor X thing Professor. going for you? Have you ever like, <laughs> I, I, love, I, love I don't she know if you, like, if you know anything about like the X-Men, like Professor X is like, you started the school for all the mutants and those the people that didn't I'll know where it. to go. And go there's and even Google some it. where he's able to like, help not, he tries not to control your mind but he'll ease your mind through okay. like trauma and stuff like that right. um in certain situations uh for mutants that are too powerful and can control like hurt other people and themselves that's and right. so that yeah. sounds like what you you're going you for you got it <laughs> which is awesome um so 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 i oh so I actually have, I want you guys to share a story when you realize that you found your community, whether it be with the community you created through your podcast and your, and your band while you're traveling the world, it's Pod Houston, <laughs> like wherever you found your community and, and like, what did that feel like? What does, what is that like for you? Um, yeah, so, uh, there's, there's a few moments that I, that I've, I've had and uh, the, one of the trippiest things about doing the show I did was we, I covered bands that I've been listening to you know, since high school. And so there was like, we did an, uh, an interview with this Japanese uh, band called Eternal Elysium that I'd started listening to when I was in high school. And um, uh, we did an interview with their, their bass player uh, and, uh, and the original founding guitar player, and uh, was one of be, becoming Facebook friends with the, the bass player. And like, I had made some sort of joke on my page, and she made like this masturbation joke uh, down underneath. And I was just like, "Okay, that's a that's a level." I don't know. <laughs> like, like it was it was this kind of crazy. Like, okay, with the bass player from Turnalizium, like, just you know, okay, cool. Like, it's it was it was uh, it's kind of a weird weird uh, story but like that was but you felt connected because you guys yeah. had that yeah. that same humor like when you find like someone with your same humor or you find a way to connect outside of yourselves or what you're doing if you're able to smile together you it's easier to find that community yeah and, and awesome. the uh, one other one other uh, sort of story like that um, we did one of the cool things is a lot of times after we talk to somebody We'll spend, you know, after the show is over, we'll spend like another half hour talking about like a few different obscure records. Now, have you heard this? Have you heard this? And, and mm -hmm. um, we learned about, uh, we were doing an interview with uh, a Spanish musician, Sandra Pau from the band Avismo, and we were talking about, she brought up this uh, 70s Spanish band called Triana. They mixed like flamenco and psychedelic. Oh, wow. wow. And so like, we started listening to that record and it was an amazing, amazing record. And so, like, then we were doing an interview with another guy, John Fine, from the band Bitch Magnet. We were talking about bands with him, and he was bringing up these, like, Turkish psychedelics bands. And, and so I was like, hey, have you guys heard Triana? And he was like, no. And so it's Spanish, and it's, like, it's flamenco and psychedelic. And I was like, oh, I'm so in on that. And, like, so, like, getting to, like, cross-pollinate these other bands that may not be necessarily the focus of the show, but just kind of yeah. cross-pollinating everything. That is awesome. And then finding a community within that, like you're creating even worse communities. communities. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. 
Do you have a story where you realized you found your community? Well, you know, there was an instance when I was uh, working out of um, She Space, and I realized that I wasn't the only podcaster that was, you know, um, going in there to do the podcast. And when I started talking to the other women who were doing podcasting, I realized that a lot of us were, were doing podcasts because we needed an outlet for our creativity. We felt like we were not being creative enough or we needed to have something that gave us um, an opportunity to be more creative, to be a little more outspoken about the things we believe in, to advocate for those things that we believe in. And I realized that there was a lot of women my, you know, in my age, in my, in, in my career, in, in the transitions that we've been through through life, that they were looking for that sort of community themselves. And so when we met each other and we realized that we had that same need and that same desire for, for an outlet for creativity, for a sense of self, a, a place to tell our stories. I know you're very good at that. I know I've, I've listened to what you do and you also do stories and you do a lot of personal things because I feel like you, you need to have that, that sense of like letting it out somehow. And I think a lot of women, you know, nowadays are, are, are not, um, not content in just letting things be. I think they're wanting to be more open about their life, more open about the things they're going through, their challenges, their successes, but also find community amongst ourselves as other yeah. podcast women in terms of like how we use the podcast for our own brand. Maybe we use it for our business. Maybe we use it as, you know, as a hobby. Maybe it's something that we really, you know, um, think of as, as, as a real project, but just having that at that place was like really unique and really cool just to see that I wasn't the only one. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I definitely feel that, uh, it is like you said, why right. I basically started my podcast yeah, too, no, yeah. where it's just like, Oh, if you feel lonely or if you feel something like yeah, anything and I, and like I, that, I, it brings together a bunch of And you're of really good at that people. because you're really good at bringing in your personal stories. And I think that's really important. I think yeah. it's important to, to share, you know, where we're coming from. I think a lot of people see just like, oh, well, she's out there doing it. Well, there's something, there's a process, and there's a journey to yeah. get to where you are. And you, for example, with music, there's a journey to how you came to this place. And I think a lot of people want to know, like, where you were before and where you are now. We're all on a creative journey together. See, I love that. Podcast so is building community. We are building community. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, I have one more. I have two more questions, um, and then we can go to a Q and A. <laughs> um, like you've got lots prepared. <laughs> um, how did you know podcasting was the path for you? Um, you know. I didn't know it for a while. I tried uh, putting it aside and thinking, oh, it's not for me. Like, what do I think I am? Like, why, why do I think that I can do it? But honestly, you know, when I realized that it was for me was when the pandemic hit and I felt like a need to, to, to put myself out there because we were not social, we were not going out, but I needed it. I needed to do something that was going to relieve that tension I felt inside. I just felt really constrained and I felt really sad and I was depressed and I felt like I needed something that can give me that outlet to, to talk about the things that I love. I mean, music, for example, is something you love. For me, these things were important to me too. So, so, so the moment I, I started it, the moment I started to see, you know, you know, like publishing and like seeing people respond to it and the feedback, that's the moment I knew like this is what I needed to be doing. And I'm grateful that I took the plunge and I went for it. 
That is awesome. Did you um, do you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert? Like, was it? I'm actually an extrovert. Um, quite an extrovert in in in, in a way. And, and I think that's why I was suffering so much, being constrained to a home, yeah. um, being constrained to something. I need to get out. Like, for me, my, my happiness is around energy and people. I love being around people. I love hugging, and I love just, you know, being around, you know, music and, and, and just great people. So, yeah, for me, that was hard, you know, <laughs> having to go home and not do anything. So podcast was a way for me to just kind of let a little bit of my voice out in that way. Yeah. And I would think you're an introvert, right? Yes, I would, I would so, definitely say that. So same question, but also, like, both of you found podcasting, and both of you found that podcasting was for you, but we have an extrovert over here and an introvert over here. How is podcasting for everyone? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, it's, I mean, it's, it all comes from music, and I, I know I know stuff that, like, just because I've been doing underground music for you know, since I was a teenager, and I've seen, like, these scenes kind of grow and change, and, like, someone coming in, the scenes are much bigger now than they were, but there was nobody back then, and somebody coming in today, there's a lot of bands that they would like if they knew about them, but they're not necessarily going to get to hear about them, because they're, they're kind of gone, so um, I've always tried to take my music taste and kind of impose it on people. And uh, when I was in college, I had a, a campus TV show, and I would talk about stuff. And um, I have been looking. I did radio in high school. I did, did radio in law school. And I, I tried, was trying to find like another way to, to do that. And I thought about internet radio a lot. But I know that I don't listen to internet radio. I have friends with internet radio shows who couldn't pay me to listen to them. <laughs> and they play music I like and I'm interested in, and they're my friends, and I just can't care. And if I'm not going to care, right. nobody's going to care. But I knew people listen to podcasts, so I figured that might be a better, a better way to do it. But I, hadn't, I had not listened to any podcast when I decided to do a podcast. Oh, my, oh interesting. My, my do you listen to any podcasts now? I do. I do. I, I've got a handful that I that I listen to now. Um, and my, my original co-host said, you know, I'll do this with you, but you should probably listen to some before we start going. <laughs> so that you, you know this is what you want to do yeah. here. And, and I did. You know, it was. So it worked, it worked, it worked out. Like, it worked itself out, you know. Do y'all have favorite podcasts? Of course, Yeah. Give me all the true crime podcast out there. <laughs> um, I, I got to plug uh, I love it. Mr. Kerry Gordon's shows, uh, Metal Geeks and MSR Cast. And um, I've been on Metal, MSR Cast a couple of times. He's, uh, I think Metal Geeks has got a panel this weekend at some point. I'm not sure if it's yesterday or today. But, oh, cool. Um, and then I, I, do a, I listen to uh, uh, Patton Oswalt's uh, uh, Did You Get My Text podcast that he hosted with his wife. And... Um, Smartless. Okay. With, uh, mm-hmm. Couple of the Arrested Development guys. Awesome. Yeah. I know the Arrested Development. <laughs> when you talk TV, I know that. I don't know any of the other ones, but that's awesome. Um, yeah. So let's open up the floor. Do y'all have any any cues for them to answer? For them to A. Yeah. I'll answer questions too. <laughs> Do y'all have any questions for me as well? Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's perfect for you. <laughs> um, Pod Houston is a community. It started as a Facebook community, but there's also a 
live events around the city uh, where we just get together, network, and there's speakers sometimes. I'm a part and Ben's a part of the Houston Insiders, so we meet once or twice a month. Well, we meet once a month for our accountability, and then we meet, um, there's generally like one of those events I was telling you about, either a virtual event or live events, um, but the community is huge. There are people from all over the world. I think it's over a, like over a thousand people yeah. are in the in the Facebook community now, and it just keeps growing daily. Daily, we see a welcome this person, welcome this person, and it's really great. And you get to see podcasts from music to personal development to crime to like every kind of podcast there is is within the Pod Houston community. You get so many diverse backgrounds just because of like having so many people from all over the world so no one's the same but we do all have something in common where we are a whole bunch of people that love podcasting or want to start a podcast because it's not even people some people don't even have podcasts yet but they're like I want to get started, that was but me I want for a to long learn time. more. Yeah, that was me yeah. for the first two years. I didn't have a podcast, but I would go because I wanted to have one one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we uh, if you need like gear recommendations or you know you're trying to do something in a certain software program or, or something like that, it's a great place to kind of ask questions and people will pop on and say, oh, try this, try that, try the other thing, uh, and that's been like a big help for me. Um, as I've kind of, you know, I started out, it was, I, we just used Anchor, and, and uh, we bought, like, me and my co-host bought this sort of podcast in a box kit, and that's how we, that's all we had initially, and it was like, okay, that gear started failing within three months, and so, okay, what am I doing now? Right, yeah. Um, but, like, just as, as, actually, I joined because I, I wanted to, you know, with music, and I wanted, if I wanted to sort of grow my band or make connections for my band, I would go to other people's shows and meet people that way. And so it's like, what's the equivalent of that for a podcast? And so I started trying to find like podcast groups on Facebook, and that's that's how I got into that's it. That's awesome. How do you find Pod Houston? Same. Um, uh, Ozil was uh, also a part of a group, or he would come to a group that I was a part of called the Houston Latino Bl- uh, Bloggers Group. So I met him through there, and then he mentioned podcasting, and then I ended up going to one of the events, and that was the beginning. That's that was something awesome. maybe five, six years ago. Oh yeah, both of you all I think have actually been a part of Pod Houston a lot longer than I. <laughs> um, so I joined Pod Houston two years ago, like mid-pandemic, um, and it was I was reading a podcaster's book. Uh, so you want to start a podcast from Kristen Meinzer, and she was all like, "Well, if you want to start a podcast, you need to know other podcasters in your city." And I was like, "Well, it's the middle of a pandemic. How am I going to meet people at all?" And so I stumbled across a few different Facebook groups, but Pod Houston was the only one that was like, oh, this is actual, like, real people communicating and just actually a community. And it it, it It really did become a community. And especially with the uh, Pod Houston insiders, it became, like, this family. And you find these, you're held accountable for when you don't want to or you do want to, you're just held accountable, which I think is so important. It's important, yeah. Um, And your regular friends can't always do that, and your regular family can't always do that, especially if they're not podcasters themselves. So it is great to have a wonderful community of podcasters, and that's what Pod Houston is and does. Did I answer your question? (laughs) 
Um, and somebody asked, what if you have a podcast? Um, you want to know how to build an audience on Skype? Uh, well, so, okay, um, you, you go. You take it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <You take> it. <laughs> um, so what I would say is uh, find where your listeners are and stalk them. Stalk them. Um, <laughs> if, like, I, so I, mine is about music and these obscure bands. So I go to Facebook, you know, if I'm doing an, uh, an episode, I, I was doing an episode on this obscure 70s, uh, early 70s British band called Fuzzy Duck. And so, like, I went and looked, and they're like, oh, there is a Facebook group for Fuzzy Duck. There's 30 people in there. But that's, gee, 30 people, that's not a, not a bad uh, uh, number for my episode. So, you know, um, went in and, and started talking about the initial show that my co-host and I were doing in there. And it turned out, like, the, the guy who managed the band back in the day had, was the guy who ran the group. And so he put me in touch with some of the members. So I got to do, like, an interview with, with a couple of them because of that. Um, but, yeah, find out. So... Finding out, you know, where your people are. If what you're talking about is a sports team, then find communities for that sports team, and talk about your show there, and say, hey, you know, you know, they shouldn't use this picture, and we're going to talk a whole bunch about it. And if you want to, you know, be part of that discussion, or, or you know, put your two cents in, or hear us talk more about it. Like this is where you can do it, and it's it's getting out and, and uh, sort of finding that that path. That's awesome. Uh, one way that I've been able to grow is through guests' interviews, and my guests um, share their episodes with their whole platform and their network. And I let I tell them I said you've got to share your episode with everybody you know. Send it an email blast, text it to everybody. Like I'll give them ideas on how they can do it um, because I feel like um, they are the best at uh, promoting who we are and what we're doing because they're part of the podcast and they love to be a guest. You know, they're, they, it's a little bit of like an honorary thing for them. Like, oh, I was a guest on a podcast. You've got to listen to it. And so a lot of the listeners that I get are from people that were found through, uh, through guest appearances in my podcast. So that's one way. That's awesome. I'm going to give the Ozeal answer, <laughs> um, which is a combination of both of those answers. But he would just break it down to be like, you have to find your niche. And it is important. If you find your niche, you find your audience. So right. if you break down what your what your avatar is, who you're looking for, based on the most like pinpointed version of who you're looking for and who right. your targeted audience is, that is how you find your audience. So we have Alicia with her personal development, but it's not only personal development. Well, it can it be, is, but yeah. it is your even focused niche is like, how do we talk about women's, um, women's specific struggles, women's specific life? How do we talk about uh, changing our, our lives, whether it go into being an individual woman, to being a mother, to being a wife, to being this very specific right. thing, and, and those very specific women's stuff that that Alicia talks about, but then we also have Vin, where it's like this very specific niche. Not only is it about music, it is about the obscure music. It is about finding that music that we have forgotten it about. It is finding those bands that we have forgotten about. It's a very specific thing. For me, I am 
podcast talking to creatives. And yes, I talk about, I talk to creatives from all walks of life, but my very specific creatives that I talk to is when you're feeling alone, when you need that motivation, when you're like, I don't think I can do this thing anymore. How dare I still be creating? And to give you that boost to tell you that, yes, you should still be creating. And with your podcast and finding that audience, it is finding that very specific person that you're talking to. It is the one person in the room or the two people in the room. And then it grows from there because that one person will be like, yo, so Alicia spoke to me, Ben spoke to me, um, Mm-hmm. And that moved me to tell you, and then you spoke to that other person, and it grows even further from there, and it's a very beautiful thing. Awesome. Were there any other questions? How do you do, in what way, that your podcast helped you grow? Helped us grow personally as ourselves. For me, I think growth um, has happened as I've been discovering new things that I'm starting to really like and get very interested in. Um, there, one thing that I never really talk about is, um, or something that I'm very, very passionate about is like politics. And uh, I've discovered that I'm really more interested in just sharing a little bit more about that side of me and maybe bringing in more candidates into my, my sphere, um, doing a little bit more of advocacy something that I do in a personal level. I do a lot of advocacy work, but for me, the growth has been in opening myself up to some of those topics that I tend to keep private. Um, my relationship, my my marriage, that kind of thing, where people are interested in knowing a little bit about it, I tend to keep very private. But I'm starting to open up a little bit more, and if it helps somebody, and if it like assists somebody in some way, and like maybe learn something, I'm, I'm good with that. And that's my growth. That's how I've been learning. Um. It's made me more connected to that music world that I've had. I mean, during the pandemic, it was sort of my only form of, of talking to other people outside of my household. You know, it was, we had like started as a pandemic podcast, but we like started planning in December of 2019 and launched in March of 2020. So it was a pandemic podcast. <laughs> um, and we wrapped it earlier this year. So I mean, pretty tightly, it was a pandemic podcast. Um, so it let me grow my musical social circle um, during that time frame and it's uh, I mean I've gotten to get in touch with musicians that I've listened to for 20 years and you know sharing jokes with them and, and now they're starting to tour again and so like now I can sort of meet them in person and like there's already been a few people who we've had on the show that have come through Houston or there was one I traveled to to see in San Diego last year um, and it's made me more connected to that to that world. And I learned about a lot of music because of that. A lot of these shows, I'll get done with an interview, and like I'll look at my my Apple Music library. It's got like eight new records in there um, that I've added while I was awesome. talking. Awesome, that's awesome. Very cool. Uh, for me, wait, for me, uh, podcasting has helped me grow. Having that accountability, having. Because, okay, so I'm an actor. I haven't said anything about me because I'm the host, so I don't have to. Um, but I'm an actor, and I've been doing it for 20 years at this point. And it's one of those, because I have this podcast, and it, I have to, I've chosen to, but I have to release an episode every week. I, I have this creative thing that I'm doing every week, and I'm talking to so many other creatives, and 
all that kind of stuff, it holds me accountable to not only being consistent on my podcast, but being more consistent in my creative life and doing auditions even when I don't want to and as I hold other people accountable or I give them motivation to do to do I also developed getting motivation to do even when I don't want to because it's like so you have to practice what you preach yeah Yeah. you're walking the walk yeah yeah, so instead of it just being like oh I'm saying these things I had to actually start doing the things that I'm saying um and yeah so a lot of growth comes with podcasting. Thank you for your questions. But thank you for your thank questions. You. Um, but I think that is a wrap. Let's do some awesome plugs. You can find Pod Houston um, on Facebook, on Instagram, and you can find Ozeal uh, at you can find podhouston.com as well. Sorry, podhouston.com, and then you can join the group on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, if you want to get a podcasting coach, you can use our awesome podcasting coach, the founder of Pod Houston, Ozeal DeBastos. You can find him at ozealmedia.com, and you can also find him in those groups. You can find him at Ozeal on, on Instagram as well. Um, you can find Alicia at Vibes by Alicia on Instagram. You can also find her at Texas Podcast Gal. Yeah. You're actually very hard to find, Ben. Um, but you can find Ben's podcast, Greatest Thing You'll Ever You'll Never yeah. Greatest Thing You've Never Heard on Instagram. And is there any other plus that you have? It's on so it's on Instagram, uh, Greatest Thing Podcast is the handle. It's on Facebook. Um, uh, it's got uh, greatestthingpodcast.com and the new show is gonna be called Five Perfect Songs. Um, hopefully launching it in the next couple of months. Having to set back my co-host back down, and so I got to find a new co-host. But talk about building community. Uh, I was I was at a show, uh, went to see a touring band out of Dallas, and the guitar player actually came up to me. He was like, "I listen to your show all the time. I'm so bummed that you you killed your old show." And so now I'm kind of thinking, well, I might try to rope him in to, to be the co-host for the, the new one. one. That's um, awesome. But the new one, yeah, new one will be called Five Perfect Songs. It will be on 5perfectsongs.com when it gets up. There's nothing there at the moment. Um, the Facebook for 5 Perfect Songs, Instagram, 5 Perfect Songs, it'll all be there when the time comes. But if you follow the stuff for the old show, it'll all post about awesome. it there, too. Alicia, was there any that I missed from you? No, that's where you find me. But I also want to plug a one um, episode that we just did recently. We were all together. Uh, we did the Badass Women in Podcasting, so that is a episode that I would love for you all to listen to. It was really, um, a really great episode where women, it was four women panels, um, and we talked about the, the resurgence or the, the, the growth of women podcasters and how there's a lot of women listeners, so how we tap into that market if we want to monetize our podcast. So that is uh, on my podcast. If you look for it on Apple or Spotify, Buys by Alicia. That is awesome. And you can find me. I'm Janu Alisa. Don't know if I said that either now that I think about it. I'm Janu Alisa. You can find me on anything as Janu Alisa. My podcast is Ranting Through Life, Life Hacks for the Creative Soul. Um, and you can find me on Creative Soul RTL on Instagram or Janu Alisa on Instagram or Janu Alisa on TikTok. You can literally just type in Janu Alisa and, and they'll find, you. find me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, 
Thank you so much Thank for you. listening. Thanks you for joining us. Thank you for chatting with us, Ben and Alicia. Thank and you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>